the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah, thank you and Jesus indeed. And I mean that literally. Uh, thank you, Lord, for giving me the patience to sit through the Biden address to the nation. I did it. I took that bullet for you guys. Excuse You're a better me. person than me. Thank you. Excuse me for the bad pun because it was about gun control. I'm going to tell you guys the shocking comments maybe maybe if you've been paying attention to what the democrats plan has been for us uh for for a long time maybe you won't be shocked to hear if you didn't watch the speech maybe you won't be shocked to hear what his plans are for us to weaken uh this nation to weaken our individual rights to weaken our ability to defend ourselves not just against any monster that wants to come and attack us or our children but to but to weaken our ability to defend ourselves against a tyrannical government we're going to give you the details on that We've got a candidate, my favorite candidate, who's running for office, and we need more people like him. It, it's not just the, it's not a win for us just to have somebody occupy a seat with an R after their name. They've got to be somebody who's willing to do the hard work, willing to push back against the, the tyrannical forces in the U.S. government that have designs on, on transforming us in, from a constitutional republic to a communist society. We've got to have people in office willing to push back hard in a way that we haven't seen, quite frankly, before in most of our government officials outside of Trump and outside of Congressman Biggs and maybe a couple of others. Cordy Lee Williams will be here. It's the final countdown. He's always willing to step up. He's always willing to step up. Could be because he is a, I don't want to say a former Marine, because once a Marine, always a Marine. And speaking of a war, there is a war right now on Americans. There's literally a war. Biden tried to use the battlefield as as an example, as an analogy, as a comparison between the children, what happened to the children in Uvalde, Uvalde tonight and, and the soldiers who died at, that are buried at Arlington. He tried to draw that battlefield. Well, you know what? If you wanted to start declaring all kinds of battlefields out there, let's talk about the war. And we will tonight. There is literally a war on the middle class in this country through the economy, and it is literally destroying the American dream in front of our very eyes, and they have no plan or any intention of implementing any plan to ease the pain and suffering. I wish I was I was, had better news. We'll, we'll try to find some lighthearted moments in all this. It's a vegetable type of a show. It is a vegetable type of a show. I'll try to I'll try to find something yummy that I can throw your way. We managed to find something yummy on last night's show to share with you guys the announcement that Fauci will be leaving in 2024. So we'll, we'll try to find a nugget of yummy. How about this? How about I start the show with announcing that tomorrow is National Donut Day? 
Hey, that's a good day. Right? Here's a little slice of yummy up front. Tomorrow is National Donut Day, and you and Krispy Kreme will be giving away one free donut to those who go. So there's a little I bit of yummy up I'm front. I know I'm stopping. All right. There's a little bit of yummy up front. 888-344-1170. I'm going to be laying out some of the proposals that Joe Biden mentioned tonight that he says are completely rational. And I want to hear from you if you think any of these are rational. Are you as a Second Amendment advocate are you as a constitutionalist are you as an american who believes in everything this country was founded on are you prepared to give up any of your freedoms related to the second amendment under the guise of something being a rational solution if so i want to hear from you 888-344-1170 888-344-1170 i see my man pondering in there i'm going to lay out some of the things that he's suggesting and then and you you let me know what you think and of course i'm talking about my my favorite reaganite constitutionalist freedom loving american dj potato skins that's an awesome introduction that is exactly how i see myself and just like i answered your question last night no not giving anything up good you know what? I got to quote my man, Charlton Heston, from my cold, dead hands. Let me tell you what Joe Biden had the gall to say to the American people tonight. In addition to starting out his speech by comparing the crosses of Americans who died in service to our nation at Arlington that he visited on Memorial Day, he then went and compared the dead crosses of the children at Uvalde as though um, they met a similar fate. That, first of all, was just completely despicable to me. There is no comparison between adults who volunteered, which is an an incredible, you know, Jesus gave up his life in service to others and our military volunteering give up their lives in service to others. That is a special kind of hero. And to try to to tug on the heartstrings of Americans in order to give up a constitutionally protected right by saying that these children were the same type of a sacrifice is despicable to me. And that doesn't mean I'm diminishing. You'll know I've been twisted with anger and pain and anguish over these children. But it's different. It's absolutely different. He went on to talk about how and to use the story of the little girl who smeared her face with blood while she was in the room with the shooter and played dead in order to avoid being shot. He actually used that as a justification, exploiting her story, exploiting these dead children, talking about how the parents had to de- had to identify their children through DNA as a justification to trample my constitutional rights. I found that absolutely despicable. That was, it's unconscionable. He says it's unconscionable that after Columbine and Parkland and all these places, we haven't done more. You're right, it is unconscionable. It's unconscionable to use these dead children to push for gun control when you and the rest of the Democrat Party since Columbine, since Parkland, since every other, you know, you've out every other school shooting, every other mass shooting. It's absolutely unconscionable that the Democrat Party has fought any kind of rational measures that would have protected these children. Don't talk to me about gun con- advocates and NRA members as being unconscionable if we don't want to submit our rights until you have at least locked a door at a school. And for him to use, and don't, don't get it twisted, I'm not advocating for gun control, but you cannot pretend that you care about children when you have been on record for years and years and years. Every time there's a tragedy to school, you fight back against measures like locks on doors. Measures like security guards who are armed outside the perimeter. When you fight measures like Teachers being armed, even in Florida, where they offered to be armed. 
where these kids were massacred and he refuses to harden schools. And not only that, but but for him to stand up there and to push what he pushed tonight off the off the backs of these dead babies um, when he has refused any measures, not just refused any measures throughout the years, but also ignoring the fact that while that little girl was smearing blood on her face, there was 19 police officers in a hallway that did nothing. Standing there. Standing there. That's the real story here. That's the real story here. Let's get into some details as to what he is proposing. He quoted Scalia in justification and said that Scalia said rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. Um, Do you agree or not? 888-344-1170. He wants to raise the age of buying weapons from 18 years old to 21. And he said, oh, for those of you that say, well, you get to join the service at 18. Well, yeah. Right. If I, if, if I have to join, if, if 18 year olds are eligible to join and fight for their country, they should be eligible to buy weapons. Period. He said, well, the difference is when they go into the military, they're uh, trained and supervised. Well, you know, gun owners need to, need to be trained, right? And, and by the way, U.S. military, like my dad, are not supervised 24 hours a day when they're at home with their weapons. I know my dad used to come home with his weapons and he used to sit there and clean them in front of us. So there's no 24 hours a day supervision. Some of the more controversial things, some of the things are, are expected, the assault weapons ban. And by the way, we also shared recently the truth, the stats, that the assault weapons ban did absolutely nothing. Columbine happened when the assault weapons ban was on. So it doesn't do anything to protect anybody from anything. He talked about wanting to um, hold gun manufacturers accountable, that if somebody uses a gun and shoots somebody, the gun manufacturers be accountable. He said this is the only industry to where we don't make it possible for lawsuits. Well, first of all, Big Pharma is not facing any lawsuits whatsoever for killing people with with injections. Second of all, if I drive my car into a crowd of people like the guy did at Christmas, the car manufacturer was not sued. Ford wasn't sued or whatever Chevy or whatever kind of maker model of car that was. He also wants to hold people accountable that if you own a gun and it gets stolen from you, that you're now accountable if somebody uses it and, and murders somebody because, Excuse it, me? because it wasn't locked up. These are some of the measures that he's talking about. Um, of course, he wants to increase background checks. He wants to increase red flag laws. Um, he wants to limit how many rounds somebody can have. Um, a lot of these are just kind of general stuff, uh, but the biggest is that he wants to he wants to hold the gun manufacturers, put them out of business. You think about it. You think about how many car manufacturers would still be in business if every time somebody got a DUI or if every time somebody murdered somebody or killed somebody in a car crash, like Nancy Pelosi's husband when he was 16, um, they you know, how many would, would still be able to be because in business? Because there's no difference in that. Right. And by the way, gun manufacturers do have, uh, are subject to lawsuits for, you know, malfact- uh, you know malfunctioning, if there's malfunctions in, in design, right? But, you know, no no manufacturer I'm aware of, you know, if if I choke to death on, I mean, we, we have recalls, don't we, if, if there's baby products that lead to choking we hazards or whatever, but I, I'm not aware of manufacturers being sued, Right. Um, for that's not even a good analogy. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to continue throughout the show to discuss this we've, because we've got more breaking news to share with you guys about Uvalde, about what happened in Tulsa. But we're going to take a break. When we come back. We're gonna we're gonna pick the brain of our favorite megaphone marine. Get him to weigh in on this as he is in his last push, his full court press to winning the office of the U.S. Senate that was occupied once by Kamala Harris and now by Alex Padilla. And it's our dear friend, Cordy Lee Williams. So stay tuned for Cordy. He'll be with us next.
You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Super excited to have you guys with me on this Friday Eve. I can't think of a better guest to have with me on tonight's Andrea K Show than Cordy Lee Williams, the megaphone Marine, who's running to replace Alex Padilla, who replaced Kamala Harris. Um, for Senate here in California. He is, in case I haven't made it crystal clear to y'all, I have and do officially endorse the one and only Cordy Lee Williams for said seat in the state of California. And he joins me now to update us on how his campaign is going and speak to the issues of the day. Hello, Cordy Lee Williams. Thank you for being here. How are you, Miss Andrea? Thanks for having me on. It's an honor as always. And we are in beautiful, sunny Sacramento right now. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. You're out on your bus tour. Um, I, 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 I have limited time with you because you are out there on your bus tour. You're trying to see as many people, speak to as many people and be, be heard by as many people as possible. Um, quickly tell everybody about the bus tour. And then I got to do round robin with you on a lot of topics. Um, as you are yeah. winding down to the end of your campaign. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm with your future Secretary of State, Rachel Ham. really the only pick because she's the only one that knows the issues, knows the stats, knows what happened to California and is committed to changing it. And uh, we've been all over. We were in San Diego for a couple of days, went to a couple of churches on Sunday, and then we went to a, a big event at a airport hangar in Camarillo. Uh, and then we made our way to Monterey. We've been all over the place. Uh, we went to Clovis. Um, and now we're up in Sacramento. We're, we're going to go to uh, San Francisco as well. And uh, who knows? We may stop. We, we make a we, we may make a visit to the uh, French Laundry to commemorate a uh, uh, figure in the capital known as Mussolini. That would be such an amazing photo op and video, uh, a vlog post to have you there with your bus tour. Uh, at, There's about at a 98% Frenchland. chance that's going to happen. So, <laughs> I can't wait to see it. All right. Uh, Joe Biden addressed the nation today. Cordy Lee, I was absolutely outraged at the way he exploited the deaths of these children in Uvalde, exploited the deaths of Americans who volunteered in service to this country and were buried at Arlington, our sacred dead, all to push for gun control in this country. And the push is on to um, I've actually got a clip that I'm not going to play for you because I've got limited time with you. But the Democrats are basically saying, you want me to play the clip for him, Skins? Skins wants you to respond to this clip. Let's do it. Um. Uh, it is, you know what? I don't know what the number is, Skins. Um, you know what? Never mind on the clip. Um, sorry, sorry. Um, we're okay. we're we're trying to get too much in with you in this time frame. The Democrats and one of them today said at a hearing on gun control that if the Republicans won't give them what they want, that they will get rid of the filibuster to push it through, and that if SCOTUS won't give them what they want on gun control, then they will expand the court. They have they have an agenda, Cordy Lee, to disarm Americans, and they are serious about it. And I'm not, I'm concerned that we don't have enough Republicans in office now um, to stop them. What will you do? I want you to speak to this gun control issue tonight, and what you plan to do should you win your race. Well, and this is what I'm going to say to all of San Diego and San Diego County. You know, we're at a pivotal time in history where, and and I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to be bold tonight. I'm usually bold, but I'm going to be even more bolder because there are so many people that want to vote in the nice guy, the guy that that they can invite to a barbecue and he wears a nice suit and he's got a great tie on and all that stuff. And we've got to get out of 
picking candidates that are like that. That is the quintessential establishment. Those are the McConnells and the McCarthy's and the swamp creatures of this state and outside of this state that have exploited this state for years. They've exploited this federal government, and they are the reason right now why we don't have a bunch of Republicans in federal office. We have a bunch of rhinos. We have people that are turned their back. And my opponent, I call him the trial lawyer rhino. His last name is Moiser. Mm -hmm. That guy's no different. He put an election integrity lawsuit, said there was no voter fraud in 2020. He won't sign the biblical voter pledge to say that uh, life happens at conception. And he's the guy that will turn his back on our Second Amendment. And so we can't have people like that doing that uh, when we've got a tyrant in office as the president that wants to take away nine millimeter pistols, that wants to take away our Second Amendment, wants to abolish the National Rifle Association. And we've got to stand up and be bold because there are men that fought and died for the right to bear arms. And it is a right not granted to us by government. It's granted to us by God. Absolutely. And it was not granted to us just for hunting and fishing. It wasn't granted to us just for the idea of self-defense. It was also granted to us to defend ourselves against not just the bad guy coming through our front door, but when that when that wolf coming through the front door is the United States government. And that is the explanation, Americans. If you don't want to accept it, it's the truth. That's why they haven't taken any measures that would have saved the lives of those children with as simple as a, a, a deadbolt on a door. And that's why they're trying to cover up what happened with the police, because this is ultimately about disarming an American population so that they can fulfill their Marxist schemes. And and their Marxist schemes involve um, the, the stepping point to that. It has been a cultural Marxist war on the American people, a cultural war. And there's too many Republicans. We're here, Cordy Lee. We've got children being recruited into transgenderism and put on, put on puberty blockers in part because of the Republican establishment that hasn't wanted to deal with any of these social issues. They just avoid it. All they want to do on the campaign trail is talk about lower taxes and lower regulations. And you know what? That's important because right now the American people are absolutely dying. The American dream is dying because of the war on energy and the war on the middle class. Um, but there's also a war on the soul of this country, and it involves the slaughtering of children in the womb. It involves this transgender movement that's going on. Yesterday, I don't, did you see that the Marines were celebrating pride with rainbow bullets? Talk about that, my megaphone, Marine. Well, it, here's the reality. Here, here's the reality. The more we try to create... Um, what would I say? The more that they try to create this, uh, I, I mean, I believe we have unity under the Constitution, Andrea, but the, the, the separation of trying to make everything equal and everything right all the time. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I've got a five-year-old and, a, and, and three-year-old, and when I try to make everything 100% fair, I always epically fail because in an effort to make everything fair all the time, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, I'm going to slight one of my kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I say that as a parent because I think it's an important parallel and analogy. Mm-hmm. Here we are, you know, I, I, I've got tons of friends that are log cabin Republicans, right? I've got tons of friends that are log cabin Republicans. But those log cabin Republicans, they're not saying, you know what? We need to start to brainwash our kids mm-hmm. with a certain ideology, a certain belief system. Kids need to be kids. Yeah. Kids need to express themselves in love. We don't need to be forcing Uh, on them, you know, sexual identities, different preferences, like, like kids should be able to be kids and not be exposed to these adult conversations. And the idea that we're now filtrating that into our military, I just, 
The military is designed to do one thing, defend this country. Mm-hmm. God forbid this country ever gets invaded. Defend this country's interests and protect all of us. And the more social justice warriors you have getting into the barracks and getting into foxholes, it weakens our military. Our military becomes uh, a mission insignificant, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. become uh, uh, ready for the mission or, or, or ready for its next endeavor. And, and we weaken uh, the, their, their, their mission capability, plain and simple. They're not ready for the fight when we bring these social issues into the barracks that cause division amongst Marine soldiers and sailors. It doesn't need to happen. It weakens our country and it weakens our military. Well, that's what this entire cultural Marxist movement's meant to do. We're talking to Cordy Lee Williams, who is running uh, for the Senate race that is currently held by Alex Padilla, once by Kamala Harris. And um, the cultural Marxist movement is meant to to weaken the entire nation. It's about destroying the fabric of a nation. That's why our schools have been turned into indoctrination centers, pushing out CRT, anti-American hatred, uh, this trans stuff going on. Meanwhile, you can't have Christmas on a calendar in a school right um it's it's also why uh we've got now here in california i don't know if you heard yesterday the reports in california has got to implement all these you know reparations um to you know programs that are going to cost taxpayers millions and millions of dollars right it's also a part of uh trying to wipe away billions of dollars of debt nationally when the american people are struggling and you're right uh, the only thing communism does is re is is equal distribution of misery and puts more wealth into the hands of the wealthy and the billionaires. And we need Congress people and senators that are going to be bold enough to stand up to every bit of this nonsense that are that that are not going to start using language like gender affirming surgery and all that kind of crap that are going to push back against the Black Lives Matter movement and say you're Marxist and you're racist and we're not going to support you. Um, and we've got about two minutes left or however long time you have to give us, Cordy Lee. Um, tell us more about what your plans are to address all the what's going to make you different. What's the difference between you as a MAGA versus an establishment when you win this race? Well, here's the reality. I'm not you know, I'm not an establishment pawn that is in there to uh, remove grassroots candidates like some of my opponents are. But the other thing I would tell you is I'm not worried about reelection. I could care less. I could care less. I want to go scorched earth in my first six years. And honestly, I haven't been sitting behind a desk for the last uh, three years that, that this pandemic's been going on, putting up lawsuits. I think lawsuits are great, but when the judiciary's rigged, what do we do? We fight back shoulder to shoulder on the streets. That's what Rachel Ham, who I'm with right now, has been doing. That's what she's going to do in office as a secretary of state. That's what I'm going to do as a U.S. senator. Because bottom line, Andrea, with these Marxist agendas, with this movement to come to the, the doors, it's eventually going to come down to Gestapo-like characters from whatever bureaucracy coming to your door, asking to give you a forced vaccine, asking you for your guns. Mm-hmm. And we've got to stand up and lean in. And I'm not endorsing violence. What I am endorsing is constitutional resolve. And we, the people, need to continue to do rallies. We need to assemble peacefully in a Martin Luther King Jr. style. And just like I said on your show last time, civil disobedience is the way of the future. And I would just, I would just tell the Matt Gaetzes of the world, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, California State Senator Shannon Grove that endorsed me, Brian Jones, I would boldly call on these individuals to start to get with these small grassroots movements like we, the people of Orange County, uh, Reopen San Diego, mm-hmm. all these groups up and down California. We need to assemble them. They're probably total, if you take all 20 groups, 40,000 strong. 
And we need to start getting people walking out of businesses, just like the truckers did, just like Southwest Airlines did. That's how you're going to leverage, mm-hmm. leverage some of these career politicians from a federal level, but also a state level. And I know how to do it because I've been doing it for three years. When legislature and judiciary fails you, you have to have a backup plan. And all my opponents don't. Right. I mean, your opponent uh, lost me and I haven't had him back on my show when I asked him why he hadn't filed a lawsuit against the mask mandates. What did he say? I'm curious. He said other people had filed that lawsuit and it was the wrong answer for me. He you know, the lawsuit, there was a whole lot of show going on, whole lot of show, a whole lot of show, a lot of barking and no biting, nothing of real substance. It was all meant all smoke and mirrors, in my opinion. And 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 that's really where the tyranny took root in this country. It was with the mask mandates. And if you're not going to fight that, you're not on my side or you or you or you don't understand enough about the enemy that we face to be fighting in a way that is meaningful. It's like it's well, like well, Rip Mitt Romney. Yeah. It's like it's like showing up yeah. at, at a knife fight with a spork. OK, that's who you are. You, you're you, you're not been of benefit to me. Yeah. And Andrea, the other thing I was going to say, too, is, you know, his law firm, he actually came out publicly and said the one they only won four out of 22 of their lawsuits, mm. which I don't know if you do four divided by 22. If I'm a football coach, that doesn't work out real well that year for me. Um, but but he actually came out and said he didn't try him. The other attorneys did. And a lot of these attorneys, they're putting lawsuits up to make them to get them in the limelight. Mm-hmm. They never go to trial. They never intend on them going to trial, but they f- file them so their name can be on record as that person that did that. And so many of them, then they end up running for office. Oh, I filed this lawsuit against this. Well, where's it going? Oh, well, who knows? We don't know when it's going to be tried, when it's actually going to go to court. And I think it's a great thing either way if the heart is there, if your heart is there. But I think so much of it to your point, is done for show and not done for the American people or for California. Absolutely. And that's why I endorse you. And how, how are you doing on the campaign? What do you need from people as you're into the final week? Well, I need them to make sure to vote for uh, the future Secretary of State, Rachel Ham. I'm telling you guys, she's the only choice out of the six. She's the best one. She's the most knowledgeable. You hear this woman speak. She's got more facts than anybody in the position I've ever heard. And she wants full transparency. So that's what I would say first and foremost. We're on a bus tour. Gas is probably three to 500 bucks every time we fill up. Mm. You can go to Cordy4Senate.com or RachelHamSOS.com. RachelHamSOS, that's two M's, RachelHamSOS.com. You can donate Cordy4Senate, C-O-R-D-I-E, number four, Senate.com. Throw us some gas money. Max donation is 5,800. Honestly, if you, if you can write a check for 10 grand, That'll get us another half a million text messages because right now the stats are showing, Andrea, the same people that have been complaining about California are Republicans, are beautiful Republicans. They're not getting out to the polls yet, and we got to level up and lean in and get more people out and vote. So ask 10 people you know right now. Call 10 people you know for the next four or five days. And get them off their booties. Tell them to turn off the, uh, the uh, Yellowstone reruns for a couple of minutes and come out and vote. <laughs> That's right. All right, Cordy Lee Williams, I'm going to let you go because I know you've got a lot of things to do out on the campaign trail. God bless you. Uh, tell Rachel Ham we support her and we Best thank of luck. Best of luck. God bless you guys. We're going to pray over you and we're going to continue to try to help you. And you go, we're gonna, I'm going to text you. Let's keep you going, coming on the show uh, throughout the next well, week. Okay. Well, God bless you, Andrea. Thanks to you, Steve, and Salem. God bless you guys. Appreciate you so much. All right. You too, honey. Take good care. Yes, ma'am. Simplify. All right. Simplify. What a hero. Vote Cordy Lee Williams. Go to CordyForSenate.com. Give him some money. Help donate to the cash. 
to the uh, to the gas budget because that's one of the ways in which they get control over us. We <laughs> make sure our candidates can't afford to go out on the campaign trail. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about the economy and the the nonsensical, insulting actions or inactions and comments by the Biden administration. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Sorry you got to this such so late in your show, but according to the national t- t- statistics, <laughs> it's late in the day. I can tell. Uh, working blacks, and the key word there is working blacks make a third more than the rest of the country. That's because thirty percent of them have both government and union jobs, even though they're only thirteen percent of the population. And of the government jobs, 50% of them have supervisor jobs uh, and versus 8% for white. So they make a third more than the rest of us. And that's that's those those are the facts. You can look it up. Thanks. Interesting. Um, thank you for that caller. And, of course, that caller had called in our, our 24-hour comment line available to you. 24 hours a day. That's what 24 hours means. 844-814-5227 if you want to call in on our 24-hour comment line. Interesting stats. I am going to check on that because uh, for a couple reasons, we're going to update you guys. Even more information is coming out about the California reparations plan. And I think that must be why the the caller uh, called in and gave those stats on um, workers today, black workers and minority workers, um, we've got even more information that's come out in terms of what uh, California, what the plans are to right the wrongs uh, for reparations. And that's going to be in next hour of the show. We are going to get into uh, some economics, some in general economics here in a moment. But I want to finish up um, this segment on uh, gun control because it can't be overstated what the plan is for them and to, to see a I hate calling him the president of the United States to see the occupant of the White House come before the American people today. Installer in chief. and Yeah, the ins- installer in chief in such an egregious, craven way and use the deaths of of children to exploit the, pl- the pain of families, to lie like he did about the number of deaths related to guns it was just absolutely egregious. And um, we did. Sorry about our little technical difficulty earlier. Um, in terms of a clip, I described what this person said today and what their plan is, but I feel like I really need to play this so you guys can hear that it's not just me as a radio host telling y'all that the Democrats will do anything and everything and use every pa- available p- power or seize con- any means of power that they that they can to take your guns away from you. They mean it. Um, Skins, please play clip seven. Our lives the same as you did when you were kids, but we can't let you get away with this anymore. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it. And we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do 
is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us, the generations of Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland, and Uvalde. I yield back, Madam Chair. Only slightly more craven and despicable than Joe Biden today. Um, you heard it there. This is a Democrat today saying that they are going to do whatever they whatever they have to do there. They know that with these midterms coming, they know with the assault on our economy that is taking place, the war that they are waging against the workers of this country. They know that the polling numbers are as as the only people approving of Joe Biden right now are the elites and the billionaires and the people, the people being driven around, the limousine liberals being driven around in their limos and that the rest of this country are, are, are suffering, literally suffering. So the, they know that they have to do if they are going to take our guns from us. It's got to be now. It's got to be now. And that's their plan for it. And it's absolutely grotesque for them to do it under the guise of pretending that they care about children. Right? Because we know. It bears repeating that they are the generation of Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland, and Uvalde, and 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 um, every one of those tragedies could have been prevented if there were locks on the doors and armed guards out, armed guards outside. And let's add in armed armed guards or or law enforcement or resource officers that were actually going to do their job, not cower, right? But simply a locked door would have saved these children. Some truth to the parents would have saved these children. We replayed last night what happened that the school district in Uvalde was continuing while children were in the process of being slaughtered, cowering, still calling 911 that the school district was telling parents that the school was locked down and the school and and children and staff were safe. Um, I want to correct the record of something else that Biden uh, lied about, which was the number of deaths caused by guns. Um, I was on Real America's Voice um, in response to Biden's speech. And one of the things that RAV put out before the speech was a list of top 10 causes of deaths in the United States. And guns were not one of them. In order, heart disease, cancer, COVID-related deaths, COVID-related deaths, not COVID, accidents, stroke, respiratory illnesses, Alzheimer's, diabetes, flu um, slash pneumonia, and nephritis which is kidney disease. Those are your top 10 causes of deaths in the country. And guns are not one of them. And that includes children, by the way. So um, the Democrats cannot get their agenda over on truth and facts. They have to push false narratives. And you and one of the ways that you can know this in terms of that, well, you already know this, but how gross is it how they have to shift the narrative depending on the color of the shooter? In one of these tragedies, they ignore what happens when uh, a person of color uses a car and mows down a bunch of people and kills people at a Christmas parade. They ignore that. Right. They ignore when a black person posts all kinds of racist, anti-white, white people and black people should never be around each other and then goes and shoots up a subway car. Uh, They ignore that. Um, but when a white person picks up a gun and starts shooting up a grocery store in Buffalo, that means that white supremacy is the greatest uh, threat to this nation. Then when Uvalde happens, but they don't talk about gun control, they don't go after the NRA in Buffalo when any of that happens. But when Uvalde happens, then it's all suddenly it switches to gun control. Gun control wasn't mentioned, by the way, in the subway shooter either. They completely ignored that in the NRA, right? Now it's all of a sudden it's about gun control. 
and they're ignoring the fact that of the race, the shooter's color. And I don't care what anybody's color is when they pull the trigger because I don't I, because that's meaningless to me. I think I don't like hate crimes legislation. I'm on record for that because there's no good shooter. There's no bad. Sho- they're all crime equally and violence horrible. is crime and violence. Yeah. They're all equally demonic to me when you when you murder somebody. I don't care what you look like in the course of doing it. And I, and I'm equally tortured regardless, uh, you know, for the victims, regardless of what they look like. I mean, for two days, when did this Tulsa shooting happen? And and, and, and I finally texted Skins later, earlier and I'm like, have we got any information on the shooter yet? Can't be can't be a far right wing white supremacist or we would already know what was going on with the shooter in the day when we found out late in the day. If it had been some Trump person dude with a maga hat we would have known instantly right just like you know they always they always rush to try to see how they can pin it on the republicans just like that was the case with uvalde and we're still not getting the truth there one of the things that we do know and by the way the shooter in tulsa um i don't the story we're getting is that he was angry at the surgeon who did a bad surgery and he was in a lot of back pain what we don't know is other information there's still a lot of information i'm curious about there i'm curious about um what medications he might have been on post-surgery we know that there is um increased suicides in this country because of drugs that people take and you can see the side effects on these commercials right you know if you're having suicidal thoughts you know contact your doctor right we know that there's lots of of drugs that can cause bad reactions i don't know this guy i'm not saying that was that was the case um but there's a lot we don't know because when a situation like this doesn't fit the desired narrative of the left and of the legacy media we don't get those answers and they certainly don't want to talk about the effect of of um, psychotropic drugs and how that has affected violence in this country, right? They don't want to talk about anything related to culture that's affected. Um, I don't know anything about the security measures at this hospital. How did how did he how did he get in and find his way to this doctor's office? I was wondering that myself. With, with you know a rifle and a handgun. There was another clip. I'm not going to bother to play. I don't even think we pulled it today of a congressperson saying a democrat saying there's never been a time where a good person with a gun stopped a bad person with assault weapon oh except for the woman who used a handgun who shot a guy uh, wielding an ar-15 at a at a party recently and of course they're not going to want to talk about that story because the person wielding that ar-15 didn't share the same complexion as the buffalo shooter it's all equally horrific Every victim is equally should be equally mourned, and and this is all about um, exploiting us and shame on everybody, Andrea, on the other side, or even some of the rhinos that are going along with it that are exploiting what happened to these kids as a way to get gun control over. Well, as well as covering up for what happened, the Uvalde school district police chief, who should no longer be the police chief, should no longer have a gun and a badge, at least should should be suspended. One of the things that has happened is he's not going to be sworn into the city council seat. He actually ran for city council, won his race, that was on May 7, and he was slated to take the oath oath, oath of office on Tuesday, and and he was not sworn uh, into office. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but his job will likely will be saved. Because um, what happened down there and the truth of what happened is um, being withheld from the people so that the left can push their narrative. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk some economy, some economic news. And we might even have a little piece of yummy because I told everybody that we were going to try to find some good in tonight's Andrea K. Show. We might have a little nugget of yummy good news for you guys. In fact, I know we do. 
So come on back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all, I promise y'all something yummy. We're going to get into the bad economic news here, but I got to give y'all a little good news in the middle of all this. Michael Avenatti, creepy porn lawyer, at one point presidential hopeful for the Democrat Party, most loved dude to ever sit on, on the set of The View, got sentenced today. Remember how they just gushed all over him on, uh, on The View? Uh, CNN just gushed all over him. He was going to be he was going to be their um, their wonder boy to to take the White House and take the Democrat Party onward into a fabulous future. Well, he was sentenced Thursday today to four years in present prison for stealing money from equally fraudulent Stormy Daniels. <laughs> I just love this so so much. Um, the judge said his crime was out of desperation and called his behavior craven and egregious. Um, uh, what else is, is funny about this? Oh, he, he choked up a few times today. He delivered a, a, a sentence, a lengthy statement before the sentence was announced saying he had quote, disappointed scores of people and failed <laughs> in a cataclysmic way. <laughs> you think? <laughs> oh yeah. You know, what a good day for Trump to see that, that dude go down stormy. I'm sure. Um, was delivered the news when she came off of whatever stripper pole she is currently working on uh, these days. And yeah, I said it. Uh, good news tonight. Bad news. Uh, the gas prices. $8 a gallon a gallon. $8 a gallon in L.A. And L.A. has a whole lot of poor people in it. A whole lot of the people from all the different identity boxes that the left cares about. Next hour, we're going to share with you more uh, plans that the Democrats have here in California for reparations. How about the Biden administration do what they can to stop the hurt on all Americans, particularly the low income and the minority Americans in this country, like in L.A., paying $8 a gallon of gas, like in San Diego County, paying $6.50 a gallon of gas. In fact, we've got a clip to play for you guys with a gentleman who's got an accent and this is a demographic that the Democrats pretend they care about. I think that this is clip two. Business owners say if these gas and diesel prices don't come down soon, the American dream will fade away. This gas price, they're killing like the, a lot of like American dreams, killing their dreams. So they cannot make uh, the living. No, they can't. Whether they're somebody that has to drive because they can't afford to, to they're living in some outlying suburb somewhere and they got to pay $6.50 a gallon to come in to go to their job every day. Or whether they are cobbled together a little small business and they don't have any customers coming in because nobody can afford to drive in. Or they can't afford now the price of the increased price for the ingredients or products for which they sell. There's a war on the middle class. And it gets even worse. We've got more to share with you guys in the next segment, so stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.